Lindell TV. Lindell TV is pleased to present the Sentinel Report with your host, Alex Newman. Alex has written for a wide array of publications in the United States and abroad. He currently serves as a contributor to Epoch Times and foreign correspondent and senior editor for the New American Magazine. Alex is the author of several books and has been a guest on countless radio and television programs and is a much sought after conference speaker. Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedoms from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host, Alex Newman. Hi, everybody. I am, of course, not Alex Newman. I'm Dr. Duke, a good friend of Alex, and I am a, a colleague of his. We both work at for Freedom Project Academy. You may have seen that commercial before we went live just now. And Freedom Co- Project Academy is uh, a really wonderful online school, Christian values, classical education. We're enrolling through the end of this month, July. So if you want to take a look, visit fpeusa.org. And if you like what you see in our online school, remember to check the Alex Newman box about where you first heard about it. I also want to give a thank, uh, a large thank you to Alex and to Lindell TV for letting me sit in for Alex today. And so I've been with you before, and we've talked about education quite a bit. I'm a university professor, 30 years, tenured professor of English. I'm also the director of Freedom Project Academy. And when I talk in Alex's place here, I usually talk about education, and we're going to do a lot of that as well today. One of the things that drives the progressive left the most batty is when we justifiably call them groomers. They don't like the word groomer. They don't like to be called groomers. Uh, when we think about what the, the kinds of sexuality they're teaching our kids, how young they're indoctrinating in the public schools our kids with radical sexuality, a groomer is really a mild word. And so on, to, this, to this point, I'll agree with the left. We shouldn't call them groomers. I don't think the word is significant enough. It's not graphic enough to account for what the left is doing with sexuality in our kids. I think it's much worse than grooming. I think if we are we have public school teachers all across this country teaching five and seven and nine-year-old children radical sexual techniques, the sociology of success, of sex, if we're teaching little kids in middle school and late elementary school that their genitalia, their anatomy might not align with their gender, I think they're doing something much worse than grooming. I I think they are engaging in a form of sex trafficking, and that's going to be our theme today. Don't call them groomers. It's not enough. Call them sex traffickers, or at least people very, very, very comfortable with sex trafficking. And we start with Joe Biden. We start to the with our own federal government. Uh, this is hot off the press news. Democrat President Joe Biden, his Department of, De- of Justice, his DOJ, has recently removed child sex trafficking from a list of crimes it considers 
to be an area of concern. Let me repeat that. Uh, one of the things that Donald Trump did was radic- r- ratchet up how serious sex trafficking is across the country. And he made that a priority of the Department of Justice. And so what does Biden do? His Department of Justice, they downplay that. They remove this as a serious area of concern. Here's actually the document that talks about uh, from the Department of Justice of the United States that talks about sex trafficking. Now, if you go to the next slide, these are the parts that were put in by Donald Trump, which are now removed. International sex trafficking of minors. One form of sex trafficking involves the cross-border transportation of children for sexual gratification. That entire segment has been dropped by the DOJ, a focus on international sex trafficking. Number two, Child victims of prostitution. We know, anybody with a brain knows, that when these children are uh, trafficked, they oftentimes end up as prostitutes, underage prostitutes. Now, when, I, when I'm reading this, by the way, I think of uh, Epstein, the Epstein case. We still don't know what his list was. It's, it's absolutely shocking that we don't know who the politicians were who visited that island. We all know why we don't know. There's got to be a lot of really important people, including the Clintons on that list. No way the Department of Justice wants us to see that. But go back to that list again. Besides the fact that the Department of Justice is now downplaying the importance of international sex trafficking and how child victims are forced into prostitution, they're also ignoring or downgrading the seriousness of domestic sex trafficking of minors. Now, if you ask me why this is the case, I really do think it has a lot to do with the LGBTQ agenda. I really believe uh, that if we maintained the level of concern as a country, the DOJ, if they were pursuing this, they were under Trump, then there would be a problem for the trans activists, the MAP people, the MAP people, right? Minor attracted people. I think what's happening is is that uh, they have figured out the progressive left, which owns American government at this particular time and, and, and place. They figured out that much of what is defined as sex trafficking is what's taking place in the kind of advocacy and politicization of of sex in the public schools. Uh, Much of the LGBTQ agenda would be brought under great uh, scrutiny for its sexual liberation policies for little kids, the way groups like Planned Parenthood are selling kids and abortions uh, in, in middle schools across this country, the kinds of books that are being read and written for public schools that have pedophilia, pedophiliac contact to them. It's pretty stunning. Uh, think about this. If the DOJ elevated and pursued sex trafficking, the degree to which uh, they did under Trump, they might be going after the public school system. They might be going after high-ranking LGBTQ officials. It's pretty stunning. Publishing houses uh, that supply these books to the public schools might fall under the crosshairs. And this tells you, when, when I started a few moments ago, I made a pretty stunning statement, I think. Grooming is not a significant enough charge to, to level at the left. Uh, in the way that they are targeting children for sex. They are engaging in a kind of sex trafficking. They are grooming children to become sexual playthings. You think about this. I've made this, this point many times, I think, including on Lendl TV. Why in the world 
would we be sexualizing little kids, kids as young as six and eight and 10 years old? Why would we be doing that? Why would we be giving them information about how to engage in dangerous forms of sex, like anal intercourse, for instance, which is being taught to children methodically without any moral or, or uh, boundaries put around it. It's just one more form of sex that little kids need know how to, need to apparently need to know how to do according to public schools. Why would they be doing that to little kids? if they weren't also surreptitious, surreptitiously suggesting that they do it. You don't give kids this kind of information at very young age without tacitly suggesting that there's no reason that they couldn't do it, whether you're 7 or 9 or 11 or 13. And this is really where the trafficking aspect of this comes in my mind. If you're equipping children too young to understand the consequences of sex, or even the the uh, abstract way that sex is being presented to them, you are effectively telling them that at their young ages, they can consent to sexual activity. And that's where the tra- that where that the, this fine line between grooming them and turning them into uh, raw material for adults to take advantage of comes into play. I really do believe the next step that we're going to see, two things are going to happen in the public schools. Pedophilia is going to be mainstreamed even much more than it already is, number one. And number two, that they go hand in glove. They're the same opposite side of the same coin. Once you sexualize children and give them the ability to consent consent to any kind of sex at any age, then the next form kicks in. And that really is important here. And the next thing is... You have to sexually liberate them, right? The age of consent has to go away. If we're teaching 7 to 9 and 11 years old kids that they are sexual beings, they have every right to explore their bodies and other people's bodies, uh, and that their consent is the consent of adulthood effectively, then you are now preparing children to consent to sex with adults. The last time I was guest hosting for Alex, I showed you what the United Nations was doing and how the United Nations had just made a suggestion, a committee at the United Nations, that all sex crimes, particularly minor-based sex crimes, be decriminalized. And it argued that when a child's right to choose sex came into uh, competition with laws, underage law sex, uh, sex laws, You had to defer to the consent and willingness of the child to engage in those behaviors. In other words, children can consent. And once they can consent at any age, you can no longer call it a crime. This is what the Biden administration is now helping along by taking down the A1 priority. We'll show it one one more time, Mike. Those these aspects have been downgraded, according to the article, according to what the DOJ has done. This is a policy change uh, that comes amid mounting scrutiny of Biden's continued incitement of things like mass migration, all the the poorest southern border, all the other ways he's ignoring constitutional realities here. So now you have the federal government of the United States literally downplaying and lowering the urgency and the immediacy of ending sex traffic, which is a, 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 a multiple, just stunning how many billions of dollars. I've seen reports up to $150 billion market uh, share is 
is the money being brought in from sex trafficking globally as well as domestically. And that is exactly what the the Department of Justice has just downgraded. Uh, Let me show you another example here before we take our break. We have this movie out now, and it's very possible. Very, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's a a, a really ra- remarkable movie. It's um, it, it deals with sex trafficking. It's the sound of freedom. This is the movie with Jim Caviezel, Caviezel, the guy who played Jesus in The Passion of the Christ. This is the same movie that now has made uh, is outgrossing the last. Uh, movie with Harrison Ford, the last, yeah, the Indiana Jones movies. So this movie, which had a low budget, which, which Disney owned it for a while, and for five years they would not release it. This is a movie that's attacking the sex trafficking industry. It stars Caviezel Kaz- uh, as a former government employee who gets fed up with the red tape. Think about that, right? A government agent fighting against sex trafficking, who quits because there's too much red tape, too much uh, neglect from government. Pair that with the story I just read you about how the DOJ of this country has downgraded uh, sex trafficking as a serious issue. In this movie, well, let's show you the clip first before we go to break, and we'll talk about the consequences of this afterwards. Roll the, roll the, the, vi- the, the footage. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. It has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's going to pass the drug trade. Because you can sell a bag of cocaine one time with a child, five to ten times a day. God's children are not for sale. How long have you been doing this? Twelve years now. How many pedophiles you got? 288. How many kids you found? Te lo prometo. For homeland security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. Which means she'll disappear for good. I'm walking into a room right now, seeing an empty bed. What we do? You quit your job, and you go and rescue those kids. You cannot hesitate. I do really urge you to please go see this movie, not just to support alternative conservative media like this movie is, but to send a message. We started this show by pointing out how our own federal government has is much more concerned about white supremacy, which really doesn't exist in this country, much more concerned about white terrorism in America than they are the trafficking of little kids domestically and internationally. This is a timely movie. Uh, in fact, I would argue that the DOJ actually made this move to downgrade trafficking as a major issue for the uh, the federal government because of this movie. I think they are reacting to the success of this movie, which elevates the horror and, t- and gives a really remarkable uh, account of how it works and how much money it brings in and how Governments don't want to really fight the issue. After the break, we'll come back and look at what some of the critics of this movie on the left are saying. You're watching Lindell TV.
Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Looking for a K-12 classical online school built on Judeo-Christian values? FPA is enrolling now for the fall. Request your free information packet at freedomforschool.com. Don't forget to select Alex Newman under the How Did You Hear About Us section when you enroll. Again, that's freedomforschool.com. Hi, I'm Alan Keyes, and I want to say a good word for the New American Magazine. Uh, Not only because Alex Newman has joined us as somebody who is periodically hosting a show, but because New American Magazine represents a alternative media that is willing to tell people the truth. Reading New American Magazine can keep you up to the minute on the issues that are challenging us as a people. Visit thenewamerican.com today. Use the promo code NEWMAN to get $10 off the price of a print subscription. Are you concerned about your child's education? Are you considering removing your children from the failing public schools? Greater Than I Ministries can help by giving you 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Biblical Worldview video series and a free home educator's kit as a bonus for your purchase. This powerful video series will thoroughly equip you and your family with the truth that you need to fight the battle of ideas warring against our families. And our free Home Educators Kit will instantly connect you with the resources you need to take control of your child's education. Just go to gtimin.com and click the Buy Now button at the top. Choose the DVD or the streaming version. Then enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout for your 15% discount. That's gtimin.com. Click the Buy Now button at the top. Choose the format you wish and enter the promo code NEWMAN at the checkout to receive our free Home Educators Kit and 15% off our Thinking Like a Christian Worldview video series. You'll be glad you did. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Here's the news, Dad. Is it, son? Is it? What about this one, Dad? Nope. It's hard to tell what's real and what's fake these days. There's just too much baloney out there. At The New American, they cut through the baloney and give me the truth. Visit thenewamerican.com today. Use the promo code NEWMAN to get $10 off the price of a print subscription. Welcome back to Lindell TV. I'm really grateful to be able to sit in for Alex Newman today. Great shout out to Mike for letting me, letting me do this in Alex places, uh, Alex's place. And we're talking about The Sound of Freedom, the movie, how successful it is attacking uh, sex trafficking, really important stuff. And now we're going to talk about, to make my point, 
the point we made before the break that the progressive left is worse than grooming. They are engaging in a kind of sex trafficking by promoting this kind of stuff and refusing to fight it. Uh, the, the downgrading of the Department of Justice of the seriousness of this issue is an example. Here's another example. Take a look at the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so those people who are actually seeing the movie, the the population of the world, particularly America, have a 100% audience score. That's more than 5,000 verified ratings. The, those critics who wish to review it, and many of them are not, almost 80% of that concede that the movie is good. However, you have another a bunch of alt uh, of 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 organizations, newspapers like the New York Times, the Los Angeles Times, who won't even look at the movie. They won't review it. They learned something from the Mel Gibson debacle. Remember when Gibson wanted to make The Passion of the Christ and no Hollywood movie studio would touch it. So he invested his own movie. He made it outside of the system and made roughly a billion dollars on it. They learned by reviewing movies they hate, even if they condemn those movies, they realize that more people are going to go see them. So even worse than the, 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 the outlets that condemn the movie, and I'm going to sh uh, share some of those with you now, is the fact that the major outlets like the New York Times will not even re review it, pretend it never exists. Now think about that. You're the New York Times. This movie sheds a light on sex trafficking, and you won't review it because you don't like what you think its, its politics are. That's what I mean when I tell you. Or outlets like the New York Times are abetting self uh, uh, sex trafficking by not even acknowledging the existence of the movie. Take The Guardian in the UK, one of the uh, uh, w widely read uh, uh, newspapers across the world. The Guardian actually used the word screed, S-C-R-E-E-D. Uh, they say that the movie gives new meaning to the word screed. A screed is a hyperbolic speech. It's a rant. It's something that is way over the top, needs to be turned down a little bit. Let me ask you this question, America. Can you possibly engage in a screed when it comes to sex trafficking? When children are being kidnapped, drugged, turned into prostitutes for the use of sex, how could you possibly be hyperbolic about this? So the Guardian out of the UK says, oh, this is one great big screed. Here's what else they say. Quote, the trafficking story follows no motivation more elaborate than the servicing of rich predators, eliding all talk of body part black markets and the precious organic biochemical uh, harvest harvesting going on as a key. The first rule of QAnon, you don't talk about QAnon where normal human beings can hear you. So the Guardian actually compares this to QAnon. Something of this significance reduced something as, to something as silly as QAnon. It's really remarkable when you think about it. The, the, spe the free speech-averse Rolling Stone magazine doubled down on that same hysteria, going so far as to mock the film's audience in the process. Quote, Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brain worms, screams the, hi the highlight here, the headline here. Seriously, 
if you the only people who care about this according to the left are conservative QAnon alt-right men who think they're super be- superheroes and have earworms corroding their minds this is how serious a topic is trivialized by the left now tie this to what our doj just did in downgrading sex trafficking as one of the major issues of the country and the world it gets even worse right uh Whether or not the the movie is factual, which we know it is, you've got more things happening, right? Is it fact-based or not? Are children being trafficked? The answers are yes, 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 according to the, the stone here. Therefore, to its boosters, the movie checks many satisfying boxes at once. Caviezel, a devout Catholic allegedly blacklisted by the entertainment industry, back for a mythological burnishing biopic of Ballard, a call to action in an imagined global war, imagined global war against sex predators, a blow struck at the heart of woke Hollywood, the den of iniquity that snubbed it. I mean, this is how the left sees this. This movie is a fairy tale. It's a superhero movie for conservatives. There is no serious sex trade. We we don't have a crisis here. Children aren't being driven into prostitution. All of this is just a a, a vehicle to elevate conservative hypochondria when it comes to social issues in this world. It is absolutely staggering when you think about it. In fact, take another way. If you you aren't convinced by the first two examples, our Department of Justice and the attack on this movie, how about what the state of California just did? Take a look at this. Unbelievable. Uh, California Assembly blocks a bill that would have made trafficking, sex trafficking of minors, a serious felony. Stop and think about that for a second. This week, the California Assembly's Public Safety Committee blocked a bill that would have made human trafficking a minor, a serious felony. My first question, how is this not a felony already in California? Trafficking minors for sex isn't a felony. And so a bill was brought by a conservative legislature to make it a felony. And what happens? The bill, HB 14, noted, quote, that California consistently ranks number one in the nation in the number of human trafficking cases reported to the National Human Trafficking Hotline. And, quote, human trafficking is among the world's fastest growing criminal criminal enterprises is estimated to be 150 billion year global industry. This was the bill that was put forward and the California Assembly rejected it. They refused to vote for it. Every single uh, member of the California Senate voted for this bill. The bill, as I just mentioned, the bill had already passed unanimously in the state Senate, but not even one of six Democrats on the committee would vote for the bill or vote on the bill. Two Republicans, Assembly, Assemblyman Juan Alanis and Tom Lackey, were the only two vo- votes for it. The Assembly Public Safety Committee Chairman, Los Angeles Democrat Reggie Jones-Sawyer, opposed the bill. GOP State Senator Shannon Grove, who co-authored the bill, said she had spoken with Democrats on the committee 
prior to the hearing. She tried to reach them. Many of them wouldn't call them back. The chair would not return her calls. They just voted against it. What we have here is a gross, gross, dangerous situation. And I, I want to end where I started. This is entirely because of LGTBQ activists and the power that the LGTBQ wields in our society. Right now, the LGTBQ is the single most powerful entity, cultural entity, anywhere in our nation right now. They have more power. They have more resources. They are using more clout to cancel, to undo, to poison the minds of little school kids in public schools. The All of this California, all of this attack on that movie, all of this going on with the Department of, Just, of Justice, downgrading the nature of sex trafficking and, and prioritizing instead white supremacy and, and racial inequity in the country, way more than this horrifying issue. I think this comes down to not wanting to offend the LGBTQ, particularly the T part of the LGBTQ, the trans community, uh, much of whom base their sexual future on convincing little kids that they are not who they think they are sexually and gender-wise. This is why we're doing this. So powerful is the LGBTQ and its warped pedophile associations. They would rather let sex trafficking go on than cross swords with transgender degenerates. Thank you for being here today. You're watching Lindell TV.